welcome welcome back to the queer consciousness podcast we are an lgbtq mindset empowerment podcast my name is kit i am one of your hosts my pronouns are they them and my beautifully brilliant fantastic wonderful twin heart of another host is my name is amber last name is Pereira, and my pronouns are they them i am an lgbtq mindset mentor and my twin heart is kit Sargent. That's me. That's me. I did forget <laughs> to introduce my last name on that one. <laughs> my last name is Kit Sergeant. It's okay. I'm not used to saying my last name. You, oh, you I'm not either. Encouraged I'm me not to either. Start doing that. I know. I was like, you know, I'm like, I haven't do... said my last name for three years. <laughs> do, you, do you have a last name? And then name? you start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, welcome. So excited to have today, beautiful souls. We are so excited to have you guys here today. So today is going to be slightly mindset based. So it's going to be a little heady in terms of like thinking. Uh, but today we are going to be talking about our self-talk and or if you want to call it our inner dialogue. So what exactly does our inner voice sound like? Amber, what does your inner yeah, voice think- sound like? I mean, think about that for a second, listeners. What is your inner voice sound like on a daily basis when you're going through the motions of life and you're getting things done and maybe you're doing homework or maybe you're working towards your goals or something like what's the voice in your head is it inspiring is it compassionate is it supportive is it condescending is it critical what is it like in there for me right now my self-talk is good it's peaceful it's calm it's compassionate it empowers me it supports me It allows me to accomplish my dreams, goals, and desires, and it allows me to be the person I want to be. But this didn't happen naturally, guys. This took a lot of work and a lot of years, and it's ongoing. I'm continuously working on my self-talk and being aware of what I'm saying to myself about myself and other all the things, and really keeping myself accountable to having a nice self-talk for myself internally. But like I said, this doesn't come naturally and it has not always been this way inside. I used to really struggle with self-hate. It was a very dark space in my inside myself. And I was always really honestly didn't spend a whole lot of time of being present with my self-talk until I started to work on myself. Then I had mm-hmm. to start questioning the thoughts and things. But before that, because it was so dark, I just wanted things to distract me. So I, I was, you know, going to school, working the nine to five. I was partying. I was hanging out with friends. Like, I'm not kidding. I could not stand being with myself and my thoughts for a minute. Like I was that person that would call friends, be like, can you hang out right now? What are you doing? Can someone hang out with me? I cannot, I can't be here alone. Can we go do something? <laughs> so that tells you like how dark my headspace was and how hateful it was inside. You know, it did not really serve me. It, it made me play small. It made me really insecure. It made me doubt myself. It made me feel like I didn't belong. It made me feel like I didn't have a voice. And, you know, all of those terrible things that no one should ever feel. But like they say, you know, you are your your own worst enemy. And I was definitely that person inside. So it takes a lot of work to rewire that self-talk, guys. I'm never going to tell you that it's easy, but it's worth it. And it can be done. And you are in control of that self-talk. In the beginning, you're like, no, I'm not. Because I I also was that person. I was like, no, no way. I'm in control of this. It just happens. But you are. And you can change it. Mm-hmm. How about you, Kit? Currently, my self-talk is also in a good in a good spot. I'm in a really good headspace. Um, it has, like Amber just said, it's taken a lot to get here. Um it's taken a lot of me sitting with 
myself, by myself, which is very difficult to do, even as an introvert. Like, I am an introverted introvert. People do not believe me when I tell them that because they're like, oh, but your energy is so outgoing. And I was like, yes, but if given the choice between sitting on the couch by myself with my cats and spending time with 500 other people by myself, hands down every time, every time, would much rather spend time by myself than with a bunch of other people. And even when I was in a headspace where it was pretty dark, I did the exact opposite of Amber. And instead of trying to go out and get distracted by everything else, I would try and numb myself. I would try and isolate to the point where I didn't know who I was anymore. I had no understanding of who I was because the only thoughts that I had were my own. So I didn't have anybody to distract me from myself. And when you are the only person that is talking to you, at you, about you, you get really lost in your own thought loops because you cannot see the forest through the trees. You just can't do it. You're basically lying on the ground. You're looking up at the sky and you're going, how did I get here? And all you hear around you is, it doesn't matter. You're here. You're stuck. You're not going anywhere. You're a loser. You are terrible. You're the worst person on the planet. Nobody loves you. You want to know how no, you don't you want to know why nobody loves you? Because there's nobody around. Because you don't have anybody. You don't deserve anybody. You are here by yourself because you did this to yourself. You chose this. You want this. And you can just hear that maliciousness in my tone of voice when I say that. But that was the thought loop that I had constantly is I am not worthy of anything outside of myself. I did this to myself because I deserve this. I deserve to stay here. I deserve to be unlovable. I deserve to be unworthy. But it's not true. And it wasn't until I started to realize that when I looked up at the sky, there was still sunlight because I could see the sunlight through the trees. That's what helped me stand up and fight my way through the trees to find the meadow that allowed me to see actual sunlight. It took a lot to get from the ground to the meadow, but that fight was worth every step. Absolutely. It is worth every step, and it is a fight. And some days are easier than others. Some days I felt like I was flying as I was mm -hmm. walking. Like I was running at a dead sprint because I had the energy. I had this fire under my butt to be like, no, you can see it. And then there were other days where I would get stuck in quicksand. Yeah. And it didn't matter how much I fought. I was not going anywhere but down. Mm -hmm. Until I realized that when I stopped and I paused and I took inventory of where I was, and I saw that there was a stick right next to me that I could grab and pull myself out of that quicksand. Then I got out of it very fast. Yeah. But sometimes you end up going so fast that you don't actually look where you're going. Mm -hmm. And you run into things that you didn't realize were there because you couldn't see them. Yeah. And that's okay. A great reminder that growth is not linear, guys. It's not mm -mm. linear at all. Not even when you, when you talk about like tapping into growth and like growing at, you know, 
pretty quick rates as some of us do. Um, it's all self-talk then too, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you had to stop yourself and say, no kid, like you're, you're not doing a bad job. You're actually doing a great job. And then again, it, inside it's all self-talk. Mm-hmm. So it, it really is a, it's a fight. It's a battle. It's between that old self-talk that you're used to having, beating yourself up, the doubt, all the things. And then it's a fight with that new self-talk that you're trying to install. And I always tell people like, you know, it's going to be a fight until it's not mm-hmm. right. Like, where I am now, it doesn't feel like a fight. Yes, I have two voices inside, but my self-talk that has like empowerment and love behind it, like that holds the power now. So that little voice of like, you're not good enough, Amber. This voice has so much more power over that. It's like, get out of here. But in the beginning, that voice, that that older voice of like criticism and all of those things, that's the loud voice. Mm -hmm. So that little voice in you that's saying, you are worthy. You can do anything. You can be anyone. It's so quiet that you have to build that one up. So again, it's a fight until it's not. It is. And, and I'm going to, going to use kind of like an analogy here real quick. Um, Please. please. From, from Disney. (laughs) We'll talk about the Lion King, like Scar versus Mufasa. And Scar is incredibly negative. He's not a great character. And Mufasa was like this all powerful very loving very wise lion and i'm i'm thinking of like when they were were little especially given our culture and given our society and and how we are programmed a lot of it is negative and when you have a big negative lion roaring in your ear constantly that little solid voice of like simba growing up of him saying, it's okay, I can do this, I got this, is going to absolutely be drowned out by the negative, loud roar in the other side of your head. But as you start to shift your mindset, as you start to learn that your self-talk matters, and it, it, it helps you go where you want to go, that voice, that negative voice, shrinks and it becomes quieter and quieter and quieter until it's just a little bitty meow. It's a little bitty baby kitty just standing there going, ew. And the big, loud, powerful, positive roar of love and compassion and understanding and empathy becomes so much louder. And as soon as you have that little negative, is just immediately <laughs> overpowered by a giant That's perfect. Thank you. You, you hear that because you can feel it. And so it, it's it's that it's that that battle of the negative voice shrinking and the positive voice growing. And you can you can kind of see that analogy as to like at one point, both of these lions are going to be the same size. And they are both going to be yelling at you at the same time. It's a matter of which one are you going to feed? There's an old Native American proverb that talks about two wolves and one of them is good one of them is bad and they are in a battle and it all depends on which one you feed that one will win so if you are constantly feeding yourself positive reinforcement by saying yes you are worthy yes you are loved yes you are understood yes you yes you do deserve this if you are constantly feeding yourself that that one is going to win. That one is going to become bigger. That one is going to become stronger. But if you constantly feed the, you are a loser, you are nothing, you don't deserve this, you are terrible, all of those things, if you constantly feed that, 
that one is going to get bigger and that one is going to win. Both are a choice. And when they are both the same size, that is the moment that you really understand who you are because that is a choice to figure out which one you are actually going to feed and you are actually going to continue to consistently feed. Because when they're the same size, they both get the same amount. When one's bigger than the other, you don't have to give them the same amount because they don't need the same amount. But when they are the exact same size, that is that point of no return. Because whatever choice you make, that is the choice that you are going to continue to make. And then that side, that is going to tip the scales one way or the other. So if you want to live the life of, if you want to live your life of authenticity and you want to live your life of connection with others and with yourself, and you want to live your life of impact, feed the positive self-talk. It's really the work that has to be done. Has to. It's it's not a if and or but it it's this is what it takes to lead that life and have the things that you want and be the person you want. This this is what it takes, guys. Mm-hmm. It, it it really is. And that whole fight and getting to that level, understand that it's gonna pull you down until you win. Yes. Right. It's gonna you you just if you have that awareness, it's beautiful because you can remind yourself of that. Like I, I'm still, I'm still in charge here. I'm still installing these thoughts. I'm still feeding what I want to feed. I know this is hard. I know it's pulling me down, but that's okay. I'm still going to win. So mm-hmm. take that awareness with you. Use it. A lot of people don't realize that this is a choice, right? Yeah. Then then you don't realize it's a choice until you start choosing different. You don't realize a lot of things are a choice in your life until you start choosing different because no one ever showed you different. So you can't blame yourself for that either. Don't start working on your self-talk and have negative perspectives or anything like that. It'd be counterproductive. It all has to come from some realness. It can't be fake, right? You can't fake it till you make it either. You have Mm -hmm. to find something that feels real, good, and authentic for you right now in your journey. So Mm -hmm. remember that you have to constantly find those perspectives of love, empowerment, and support. And that's challenging, right? But that's the creative power we all have within ourselves. Mm -hmm. When they say creative power, it's not just painting a picture or creating movies or anything like that. It's actually the creative power to be the person you want to be and create the life that you want to have. At least that's what I believe. And that's what I see when it comes to creativity. Like I would never consider myself a creative person six years ago, but I consider myself a creative person because I've mastered the art of creating my life. Mm-hmm. That's your creative power within to rewire mm-hmm. your thoughts, to make the life that you want. 100%. And I wanted to mention that, you know, not a lot of you realize you have a choice with this. So how are we going to help our listeners kit understand that they do have a choice? How can they start stopping themselves in their own tracks? How do they start actually doing this? Mm. Oh, that's, it's such, it's, it's such a hard thing to like unpack because there are so many different ways that this can go. Mm-hmm. But the first thing is you need to become aware of your thoughts. You actively need to become aware of the thoughts that you think. So if you're like me, who likes to sometimes talk out loud to myself when nobody else is around, instead of you just having words come out of your mouth, actively listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth. Because there are times where I will be doing something 
and it'll be a really simple mistake. And the first th- the first thing out of my mouth will be something along the lines of, you dum-dum, you putz, you ridiculous, what are you doing? The first thing out of my mouth. It's very subconscious. It is very subconscious. But as soon as I hear myself do that, I immediately go, no. And I will say that out loud to myself. No. You are not a putz. You are not ridiculous. You are not a dum-dum. You managed to make a simple, goofy mistake. It's okay. It's not that big of a deal. It really isn't. And if you have to talk to yourself as if you are three, that's exactly what you're doing. Because that conscious, that that unconscious slash subconscious, and yes, there is a difference between unconscious and subconscious. We will un, we will unpack that at some point. But that part of you that immediately does that, that is your inner child. That is that programming. That is that base. This is where you start. So yes, there are times where I will do that to myself and I will look at myself, I will stop. Not necessarily look at myself because I don't have a mirror, but I will like proverbially look look at myself and say, no, no, it's okay. You just made a little mistake. It's, it's It was a goofy little mistake. You're fine. It's not that big of a deal. Move on. It's okay. Keep going. And that's pretty much what you have to do is just become very aware of who you are talking to and how you are talking to yourself. Because depending on who you are talking, which version of yourself you are talking to, that will dictate how you show up for yourself afterwards. And we're back. You can edit that out later. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I will. All right. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, anyway, as I was saying, um, basically, it's who who you are talking to in that moment. Whether you are talking to your inner child, whether you are talking to your inner self, or you're talking to the adult version of yourself. Regardless of who you are talking to, you have to become very, you have to become consciously aware of what you are saying and how you are saying it because tone matters the words that you use matter and the thing is when you are talking to yourself about yourself you are thinking those thoughts the thing is is you are not the thinker of your thoughts you are the observer of your thoughts Mm -hmm. so in order for you to actually be able to understand what and how you are talking to and about yourself, you have to shift out of thinking and into observing. And that's where you become consciously aware of what you're actively talking and what you're actively saying to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's not easy to do. No, it's not easy to do at all. I will never claim that this that this is easy, but it's worth it. And it's freaking amazing on what's the other side of it. Mm-hmm. That's what you guys have to remember when you're doing this work and rewiring your thoughts. It's like on the other side of this heart is everything that you ever wanted. 
On the other side of this heart is your fulfillment, your peace, your authenticity. On the other side of this is understanding of your inner world, who you are and who you're supposed to be in this lifetime. Like really, it's on the other side of all of this. I want to point out to the listeners what Kit said about like being able to stop and replace their thoughts. That's exactly what this work takes. A lot of people can become aware of their thoughts, but they stop there. They think just because they're aware of the negative thoughts, they're going to go away. They don't just go away, guys. They really mm-hmm. don't. It's literally just like ha- it's just like habit stacking and uh, shifting your habits. Uh, well, what's the what's the cl- At- atomic habit? Mm-hmm. James Clear classic books. Yep. So if you have read that, or if you haven't read that, highly recommend that one. Yes. Um, but when he, he talks about habits in the most simple way possible, when you remove a negative habit, or sorry, when you have a negative habit, you can't just remove it and then things are good. You have to replace it with something. Your brain's occupied with something of a habit, right? Mm -hmm. If it's negative, remove it. Okay, for example, you come home and eat chips every day after work. You got to stop doing that. So what are you going to do instead? Okay, you're going to come home and do a 10-minute yoga practice instead to replace that habit with. It's the same thing with your thoughts. Mm -hmm. You have a negative thought. You notice it. You acknowledge it. Don't shame yourself. Don't judge yourself. And then just simply replace it. Simply Mm -hmm. replace it. Simply replace it every single time listeners every time every a negative time. thought comes up it's you it's your job to replace it and the more you replace it the more empowerment and compassion you have in your inner world in your self-talk the only way to get there is actually installing the beliefs you need to get there mm-hmm. you got to do that part guys you got to bridge the gap a simple way to do that is if you need actual reminders use reminders on your phone Set daily reminders to go off at a certain point throughout your day. I have like 12 on my phone. They go off from the time I wake up until the time I go to bed and they are set at certain times. And granted, I change them out like about once a month. But after hearing that, because I will legitimately stop and read them because they, they not only pop up on my phone, but they also pop up on my watch. And so I know exactly what time it is based on which reminder pops up on my phone, but they are things like, I am loved. It says, I have one reminder on my phone that says, I am love. I love. I have love for everyone. Because it's that embodiment. And after after about a month, a solid, solid 30 days of doing this, it becomes ingrained. I switch them out and I still remember the first ones that I put for the specific times that I have. I still remember them. I don't see them every day now because I have a different reminder set for that specific time, but I still remember what used to be there. It's the same with your negative thoughts. You still remember what used to be there because for the longest time, that was the program. That was the script. But now you have a new script because you replace that negative habit with a better one, with one that is more fulfilling, with one that is more positive. And we're not talking po- toxic positivity here where it's like, I only want good good vibes. It is so much harder, especially when you're having a really shit day and you just feel absolutely terrible. I don't know how many times when I first started this, I would be having a really bad, bad headspace day. And I wanted to turn off every single reminder on my phone because I'm like, I don't need me to tell me that I'm loved right now. I don't freaking care. I feel terrible right now. 
this is this 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 some bullshit i don't like this <laughs> no but then as soon as that reminder popped up and it said i am loved i am love i have love for others because i have love for myself that was the reminder that i needed in that moment but had i erased it i wouldn't have been able to help myself get out of my own negative headspace it's simple things like that that you have to do you legitimately have to do because it helps you rewire the thoughts that you used to think because in order for you to stop thinking certain thoughts you have to think new ones you have to rewrite that program you have to rewrite that script and even if it is simple as like you might have one that goes off at noon every day when you go to lunch that says i am going to love myself by eating a healthy lunch it could be as simple as that. It could be something that, oh, it could even be simpler than that. It says, I am going to love myself by drinking a glass of water. Hell yeah. That could be a huge step for someone, right? Exactly. It's those, it's the little things. They seem insignificant, but they are massive, especially mm -hmm. because it takes time to and rewrite is... that script. Yes. And this is the self-talk we're talking about. Like those little things, allow them to be big things, celebrate them because the past programming and societal conditioning is going to tell you it's not that big of a deal that you got up out of bed and drank water and had a good meal and talk nice to yourself. No, it's a fucking big deal. It's a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Treat it as such. Celebrate every step of the way, every action inside the powerhouse. And you do this with clients and I do this with clients as well, but we celebrate everything. Every little thing, because it's rewiring that self-talk to celebrate you, validate you, empower you, keep going. So and when they say celebrate yourself, like celebrate yourself. There's science behind it and just do it. Why not do it? No one's going to celebrate you as much as you. So celebrate yourself. Well, and not only that, but like if you have someone like, say, a coach like Amber or Ice, shameless plug. Um, if you have someone who is willing to celebrate every little thing, like it is the fact that you just won the Olympics. Sometimes you need that, especially when you first start this journey. You need someone who is going to celebrate you and who is going to validate you because in that particular moment, in that particular season, you're going to have a hard time celebrating and validating yourself. And I can say this because Amber was my mentor and they celebrated the absolute hell out of me when I couldn't because I wasn't in the headspace to be able to celebrate myself yet i wasn't there yet i was on my way but i wasn't there yet and the thing is when you when you have someone who's celebrating you as you keep going they help you keep going because they're sitting there on the sidelines cheering you on saying you got this take one more step i know that you seem like you can't but you can trust me you can keep going keep going keep going i can't walk for you but what I can do is support you as you walk. You took a step. Amazing. You're fantastic. You're so strong. Keep going. Take another step. You're amazing. You're fantastic. You're so strong. Keep going. When you have people who can support you as you keep going, once you get strong enough to support yourself, you can go. Mm -hmm. I can also say Game this. Because, you, you, you can because... Once you do that, once you realize that you are power, pow, complete, you are in complete power and in complete control and you are limitless, 
and you give yourself the green light to go, you're gone. It's true. You really can't do this work and like want to stop. Like you do this work and you see the results, you see the change and feel the shifts. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep going. Like there's just no turning back once you really get a grip on this kind of material and the techniques and all of the things. And speaking of like celebration from the outside and like validation from the outside, that also goes into like talking about like mental diet as mm. you're working on your self-talk as well. Like what are mm-hmm. you consuming? Because what yes. you're consuming also affects your self-talk. A thousand percent. Are you watching the news? Who are you around on a daily basis? Are you around people who complain and judge people all day? Like, what are you consuming in your mental diet that you're not maybe aware of right now? But after this podcast today, you can start becoming aware of and start shifting the environments and what you're consuming as you work on your self-talk because it is going to make a massive difference. You can't work on your self-talk inside and then like have negative influences outside of you. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it, it won't work. You can no. you can try, but it really won't work. You have to, you have to match your inner inner work you're doing here with the outer world as well and that's mm-hmm. where it kind of gets a little challenging but it can be done and you can do it mm-hmm. what auto, what and it's not just like are you listening to the you are you listening to the news it's what podcasts are you listening to what audiobooks are you listening to what music are you listening to all of those things all of the input that you are putting into your own space whether that's emotionally what books are you reading because it's not just the things that you listen to it's also the things that you read are you scrolling through are you doom scrolling through through formerly known as twitter whatever we're calling it nowadays i don't even know uh sure threads (laughs) i don't know who who are you listening to who are you reading Mm -hmm. are you constantly reading complaints about whatever are you constantly reading about the the negativity that's going on in the world? Or are you reading things that are uplifting? Are you reading things that are legitimately forcing you to think? What are you doing? Because you have the power to change that. You might you you're like, no, I don't. Yes, yes, you do. That there's 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 an algorithm for a reason. The more things that you like. The more things that you focus on that are actually going to help your progress, the more of it you're going to see. Mm -hmm. Because you're playing the algorithm to what you want. There's a reason why if you watch one cat video on TikTok, you're going to get inundated with a thousand of them. Mm -hmm. It's because TikTok goes, oh, you like this now. Okay, here's more. If you're doing that with negativity, the algorithm is going to do the same thing. Oh, you like this now. Oh, okay. Here's more. But if you do that with positivity, where someone is saying, I understand that right now you're like this, this is hard. But it gets easier because you're getting better. And if you hear that constantly, If you hear people say, you have the responsibility, you have the power, you have the control, you have the ability to change your life, and here are some things and how you can do that, algorithm is going to go, okay, here's more. Mm -hmm. It's going to play to your strengths, but you have to figure out what your strengths are. You also have to figure out whether or not you want that. Because if you don't want positive self-talk, you're not going to get it. 
yeah that's a huge thing with neuroscience you have to actually really really want it guys like actually want it and like mm-hmm. have a reason to want it like if you want positive self-talk ask yourself well why what do you actually think it's going to do for your life and how's it going to benefit you mm-hmm. like actually understand why you want it because from a science perspective without the desire there's it's just not going to happen you can't just listen to the podcast and say well that sounds cool because amber and kit were talking about it so i'm going to try it out because it sounds cool no you have to like actually want it why do you want it why do you want that positive self-talk mm-hmm. if you've been talking to yourself like you know in a negative way or with more criticism and all of that stuff like ask yourself like how has it served you up until now and imagine if you were to intentionally start talking positively to yourself how would it change things Mm-hmm. it changes a lot of things guys way more than you can imagine it <laughs> like the self-talk is the entry door to limitless possibilities i mean because the self-talk that's what activates your hormones if you're not talking nice to yourself you're activating cortisol if you're talking nice to yourself you are activating more happy endorphins so that's also yeah, another you're... point of it and it's activating your emotions as well yes your emotional experience is a direct reflection of your mindset programming which means your self-talk within mm-hmm. and understand too like with this work well i guess we could go into that when we talk about the subconscious and conscious mind but your self-talk your self-talk is very subconscious guys very so a lot a lot of the time you're not even aware that you're talking to yourself but it it, it, it is very much shown um in your actions and the results that you're getting in your life if you're not getting the results that you want there's probably some really shitty self-talk happening behind scenes that you're not even aware of. Mm -hmm. So if you can't find, you know, the conscious awareness within, you can always find some kind of external reflection of what's going on within. Yeah. And I mean, that, that goes back to as above, so below as within, so without Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whatever is going on inside is going to be reflected in the outside. So if you are thinking negative thoughts, If you are constantly putting yourself down, you are going to be around people who are constantly going to be putting themselves down because that is what you are going to be attracting. Like attracts like. Opposites don't attract. Similarities attract. Because when you look at someone who's doing the same thing as you, it's comfortable. If someone is doing something different than you, it's uncomfortable. So why would you want to be around discomfort? Because in the discomfort comes the growth. When I first started, when when Amber and I first started working together and they had me go through the self-talk exercise, I hated it. I hated it. Because it forced me to come to a mirror of myself and really listen to what I was saying to myself about myself. I had to confront so many parts of me that I did not want to confront. I didn't want to because those were the parts of me that I felt were unlovable. But within that, within that pushing, within that, and I mean gentle pushing, like it was me digging in my heels, Amber standing- Gentle. Gentle, very gentle. Amber standing behind me going, no, no. I'm not going to let you fall, but I'm also not going to let you stop. It's that very loving, gentle push of keep going. I know this sucks. Keep going. I know this is hard. Keep going. It's going to get better. It's going to get easier. Keep going. 
I hated it. But after I came out on I the other side, I know, I know. After I hated I, it too, guys. <laughs> it's not af- fun. No, it's not. But after <laughs> you come out the other side and after you see where you were versus where you are versus where you want to go, you see that and you're like, oh. It's such a good feeling, Kit. It like, really is. Like both of us, this entire talk for the listeners, like we're both emotional because mm-hmm. it feels so good to know you can get out of it. It, feels it does. so good to be able to look back and be like, I am so sorry I used to talk to you like that. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry I used to treat it, it used to treat you like that. Like how sad. I'm so sorry, but I feel so good now. You know, like it's it doesn't matter. Like I feel like 10 years from now, 20 years from now, I'm always gonna feel this way about this work. You know, it's it's this profound feeling and shift that literally is so just priceless. It's priceless. Nothing can replace this feeling. You legitimately you fall deeper in love with yourself. You do. It, and that like in, is such a profound feeling. It is. And in the beginning, when you know you're facing yourself in the mirror, like you're talking about, and it is so hard. It's mm-hmm. so emotional to open mm-hmm. those, those whatever wounds, cans, whatever you want to call it. But it's it's hard and it's emotional to realize these things about ourselves. Oh, yeah. But for, for, for a little bit of comfort is we all do it to ourselves, guys. Mm-hmm. You're not the only one in the world that's mm. dealing with these this terrible self-talk and inner mm. struggles. Literally, the person next to you at work is dealing with the same stuff. The terrible thing is that we just don't talk about it. But yeah. This is what builds our human connection. Yep. Final thoughts. So, I feel like we got to do a part two to this. It's so good. Yeah. We'll definitely have to do a part two for sure. That, that's <laughs> my final thoughts is like definitely a part two um listeners take in everything that was said today even Mm -hmm. go back take some notes like you know really take this knowledge and don't just consume it but go start applying it and see you know how you are in control of your thoughts and see if you can change see the shifts that you can make like really go take this and go apply it and see what it can do for yourself um Mm -hmm. the simplest thing about today to get a head start on this journey is like what kit said create the awareness what does that self talk look like in there right now and what do you want it to look like what do you want it to look like and then bridge the gap by not just listening to the thoughts and being aware of them but actively replacing them every time they come up it's going to be a little bit challenging in the beginning but you got this and you're strong and Mm -hmm. i know that you got this if i can do it if kate could do it you all can do it and it will change your life so those are my final thoughts you summed it up pretty well (laughs) all right so let's go ahead and take a final breath together we are all going to do a single box breath just so that we can really start to integrate all of these things that we have talked about today a lot of it got really heady like i said at the beginning it's going to be some some pretty deep stuff so let's just go ahead and regroup a little bit so i want everyone if you are driving do not close your eyes but please breathe with us if you are not driving and you are just sitting i want everyone to close their eyes Put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly. We're all just going to do a single box breath, and I'm going to count us off. So we are going to inhale in three, two, one. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. And hold, two three, four. Big inhale. 
Big exhale. All right. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share, do all of the things on all of the socials. You can find me, Kit Sargent, at sergeant.says on both Instagram and TikTok. Amber, where can the peeps find you? Instagram, TikTok, at underscore innovative minds with a Z. Awesome. Let's put it in the show notes. We will put it in the show notes, and we are trying to grow this as organically as possible. So please share, like, comment, do all of the things, because we want to help reach as many people as we possibly can. Also, a huge shout out to Brian Smith of Holy Holy Music Productions for our awesome theme music. Thank He's you, a good Brian. dude. <laughs> so until next time, we are wishing you all the love, light, power, and peace as you stand in your authenticity. See you.